Hello, and welcome to our second episode of today's Air Defenders podcast. My name is Don Herrick, the Air and Missile Defense Cross-Functional Team Public Affairs. And today in the studio, we have the Air Defense Artillery Regimental Sergeant Major, Command Sergeant Major, Randy Gray. Sergeant Major, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Don, I absolutely appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and to speak to the soldiers out there. Well, we really appreciate that, Sergeant Major. So with everything going on with the Army combating the three corrosives, uh, and then the Commandant's uh, new desire or campaign of pride, hustle, and desire. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Okay, sir. So, uh, the three corrosives uh, that we are speaking about um, that is sexual assault and sexual harassment, that is extremism or racism, and that is suicide. So, with that, I think all of that boils down to character. You know, uh, we have seven. Uh, Army values when it comes to uh, our character, the things that we're supposed to be doing, uh, the things that we live by, a guide uh, for us. And it all boils down to that. And, and with that, it is in a sense that if you have or you live by the Army values, then those three areas, those three corrosives wouldn't exist in our Army. However, they do. They do. I, um, and in the first one, I'll, I'll talk about suicide, you know. You gotta trust your squad members, all right? You have, to, um, uh, you have to trust your battle buddies. You have to trust your leaders. You have to seek that assistance, that, um, uh, that care for yourself. I'll tell you like it is. If you broke your leg in four or five different places on a road march, there's absolutely no way in the world you would not go see me seek medical attention. Now, the only issue is that I can't see what's in your brain. I can't see what you're going through, but I need you to take that same approach when it comes to your mental health. So go seek those behavioral health providers, seek the, uh, the influx that we have within the Army, um, and let's go see our chaplains. And let's get you in, in, the assistance and the help that you need in order to get yourself better, because I absolutely need every person I can possibly get my hands on. And so, and then the next one, when it comes to um, racism or extreme extremism, I refer you back to those seven army values. If you're living those, there's absolutely no way in the world that you can look at someone differently than um, uh, and, and treat them a certain way. Just can't do it. There, there's no way for, for you to do it. And that is also, um, one of them is respect. How do you respect someone if you're going to sexually assault them? How do you, uh, how do you uh, uh, truly value them if you're going to uh, uh, sexually harass them? Make lewd jokes, all those type of things. You just can't do it. Not in this army. And all that boils down to what the Commandant is always talking about. And that is pride, hustle, and desire. If we're all living by these seven army values, if we are all watching out for our, our, um, our battle buddies, if we are all taking the opportunity to take care of ourselves, then we're gonna have that pride. We're gonna have that hustle and we're gonna have that desire. And that all feeds into what the, uh, the Chief of Staff of the Army and the Sergeant Major's Army's uh, philosophy, people first, and this is my squad. I gotta know something about my soldiers. I have to know 
what they're going through so I can recognize changes in their behaviors. I can recognize and award them when they're doing great things. And I can square them away when they're not doing so great things. But I will not tear them down to the point to where they are, I guess, uh, for lack of a better words, they're disparaged about uh, being in your squad. And that is what, that, and that is what most uh, matters the most. When you have soldiers out there re-enlisting to stay in your unit, stay in your squad, stay in your organization, that says something about you. That absolutely, absolutely says something about you. But if you have them re-enlisting to get out of your organization, let's take a hard look at how we're treating people. So what advice can you give those young sergeants, those young squad leaders that are in their first uh, duty position as a squad leader, mm -hmm. and they're trying to be that squared away NCO, that role model. What advice can you give them, Sergeant Major? Understand that you're, you're not perfect. None of your senior leaders are perfect. The only difference between you and them is their age and their experience level, and that's it. We all make mistakes. I would tell you that I'd rather that person going out giving me 100% and making honest mistakes along the way. Uh, that's how we learn. That's how I'm a sergeant major today, is because I made a lot of mistakes. I got beat over my head a couple times, uh, not literally, right? figuratively. <laughs> I got beat over my head a few times. I got fired a few times, again, figuratively. Um, and, and that's the way I learned, you know? Um, again, I, I don't want to quell uh, the initiative that anyone takes. I don't want to uh, put them in a position to where um, I make them feel little about themselves. But I can tell you, there's going to be some times that you're not going to get everything right, right? It's just not. But if you give me 100% along the way, there's absolutely nothing that I could possibly say against that. Sometimes you're going to, sometimes you're going to win, sometimes you're going to lose, all right? Super Bowl just occurred, right? You know, the old man beat the young man, right? <laughs> Again, basically by experience, you know, uh, and, and that's basically what happens. You know, uh, the reason why is really is because of that, that experience level and there's nothing else there, uh, nothing else um, other than that. Uh, so I tell you to continue your, um, your initiative, continue to, uh, to look after your soldiers and continue to seek uh, self-improvement. Um, take, take on those hard jobs that you might shy away from, uh, challenge yourself. So that's the only way you're going to get better. You know, it's an exciting time to be in the air defense artillery branch with so much modernization yes, sir. and new units coming on board. Mm -hmm. You know, what advice can you give those NCOs that are in those those new units and we're, we're going down new avenues? Hey, sir. So I'll tell you, we got lasers now, man. <laughs> we're, we are uh, uh, we are experimenting with uh, a lot of different weapon systems. Uh, this is something that, uh, you know, that you normally would see on Star Wars or, or you know, some other sci-fi sci fiction um, um, uh, movie or whatever else. But this, these things that we have going on right now are absolutely on the cutting edge of um, uh, technology. So, uh, so with that, a lot of people, you know, they've been in the Army for quite some time. They don't like change, you know. But there's one thing in the Army that you consistently count on, and that for things to change, the environment to change, the, the technology and the equipment and everything else. So you have to evolve with that. Um, so now, 
So with that said, again, I need those go-getters to come out there and uh, and put forth that uh, uh, that commitment. Uh, our shore ad uh, uh, community, uh, our, our short-range air, air defense community, I'm telling you, it is going to be an absolutely exciting time for these guys to uh, uh, to get back into divisional units, uh, to get back into uh, uh, that, that short-range fight. Um, I'm going to tell you that uh, I took a trip out to uh, to White Sands, uh, uh, New Mexico, and saw some of the platoon sergeants and the soldiers that were experimenting with that equipment. And I tell you, the, the pride that those, those soldiers had, the, uh, the excitement that they had about uh, that set, that infrared that they, uh, uh, that they tested out there, and now that they're in, uh, in, in USERA that are uh, actually putting it into play, I'm gonna tell you, those guys, they're, they're really excited about it. And that's what we want. That's what we want. Those leaders that are actually get out there uh, and, and take a real interest in, in, in their job, take a real interest in their soldiers evolving and, and understanding what they bring to the fight, how important their mission is. I, I just think that air defense is never going to go out of business. So, Sergeant Major, uh, PT has changed a lot from when I was uh, in duty. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what can you tell me about the new uh, ACFT? Oh man, you gotta love it, right? That again, it's challenging, right? Now I will tell you, um, because muscle memory, you know, over the years, you know, I, I've been in the uh, uh, active duty for about 27 years now, and, and I got to tell you that, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and running two miles has never really been an issue for me at all, right? But now you add on these other events, right? Uh, where we taking a scientific approach to really test your physical fitness level with the ACFT, with the Army Combat Fitness Test. I'm gonna tell you that that test right there is seriously gonna challenge soldiers. They are not gonna be able to wake up in the morning and, oh, I got a PT test this morning, I gotta be there. You have to train for that, right? And, and that's what we're doing. We're, we're trying to get them more combat-focused um, training so that when they get downrange, they can actually do their job and they, they're actually physically fit to do it. So, uh, so with that, I'll tell you, it's gonna be extremely hard to, uh, uh, to max it out at the 600 points uh, that, that, uh, that comes with it. Uh, but it's also, is not going to be so difficult that you can't pass it. So yes, some of the, uh, some of the soldiers are gonna probably struggle with some of the, uh, the events. The first one that comes to mind is the, the leg tuck, right? Uh, that seems to be the most challenging um, event that we have out there. But the only way to get better at that is, again, training. Training, training, training. That's what we have. And so uh, so with the ACFT, you know, uh, again, it gets us into that functional fitness area to where uh, our soldiers and our leaders have to be trained for it. You know, uh, those three different skills that we have right now, uh, which is um, we have the gold, we have the uh, gray, and we have the uh, black standard. Most of our MOS is between the gold and the uh, and the gray standard. So, so I'll, I'll tell you that uh, uh, that consists of a lot of training. Uh, we've implemented it here in AIT levels in all of our initial entry uh, uh, programs in the hopes that whenever those soldiers get to their new units, this is not the first time they see it. Uh, they are actually trained and ready to go to deploy when they uh, uh, get there. Awesome, Sergeant Major. Cool. So I wanted to ask your advice in regards to broadening an assignment, especially for our senior NCOs, you know, our staffs aren't looking to make that SARN first class or yes, sir. SARN first classes. Yes, sir. So um, there's a lot of broadening opportunities out there. First and foremost, I'm, a, I'm going to uh, refer them 
Oh, it's a DAPAM 600-25. And that right there is going to actually script out our, uh, our broadening opportunities and our broadening assignments. I'll tell you, one of the most rewarding uh, opportunities that they could have is being a drill sergeant or an instructor. Not everybody can do those things. But again, if those, those categories to where you want to make a difference early on a soldier's uh, career, then let, let's make you an instructor and let's make you a, a, a drill sergeant. Take that challenge, step up. Not everybody can do it. And I'm gonna tell you, that is not a walk in the park. Uh, there are many long nights. Uh, there are many long days. Uh, a lot of days that are not off, but I'm gonna tell you that soldier that come through that comes through, uh, whether they are a AIT student, a uh, PME uh, student, they are going to be they're going to remember you uh, for the rest of their career, right? And so you have to you're going to make an impact on that soldier's uh, career. They're going to shape you. Um, uh, so so or you're going to shape them rather. You know I can remember my very first uh, AIT instructor. And I, I can remember my very first uh, drill sergeant. Uh, I'm, and I'm gonna tell you, man, and again, I've been in more than 27 years now, and, and I know exactly who those folks are. Yeah. The impact and the, uh, the effect that they've had on my career has, uh, has been absolutely uh, significant. Um, again, I, I think the uh, commandant, he always refers back to uh, the female drill sergeant that he, uh, that he had when uh, he went to basic training. I, I as well. Uh, I went to basic training in Fort Jackson, had a female drill sergeant, and uh, drill sergeant Moore, and I'm gonna tell you, she was uh, she was a go-getter. And she was a Sergeant E5, and she was absolutely bringing it to each and every one of us, uh, molding us into uh, Army soldiers. Uh, so, so again, those folks, we are, we are absolutely uh, interested in, in, in having you take that, that test, having you take that challenge, and um, shaping and impacting uh, this Air Defense Force. Sergeant Major, do you have any other uh, advice that you'd like to add? I, I do, sir. And so I, I will go back to the very first thing we talked about, and that is a leader of character. If you live those seven army values, if you treat everyone with dignity and respect, you take care of your, of your soldiers, you remove those three corrosives uh, that destroy the trust within our organizations, be an expert within your field, you set that example, you be physically and mentally and emotionally fit to fight, we're gonna, we're gonna be great. You know, we're gonna continue to uh, build on the Commandant's priority of uh, pride, hustle, and desire. Everybody has to have a PhD here. So, and again, if you are that leader of character, uh, then our pride, our hustle and our desire are always going to be there. So with that, sir, I just say thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for um, allowing me to come in and talk to, to these soldiers. Hey, sir, Major, thank you so much for joining us today. And that was the Air Defense Artillery Regimental Command Sergeant Major, Command Sergeant Major Randy Gray. And you've been listening to today's Air Defenders.